So say something sweet to me, please. Player, player, player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny. <clears throat> All right, let's get it. Okay, three, two, two, one. Give us a countdown. All right, five, four, three, two, one. It's, it's your, your boys. boys. Player. <laughs> <laughs> S one uh let's talk let let's talk about them uh them fried Oreos. Ooh, fried Oreos. <laughs> Man, let me tell you about them Oreos. <laughs> Man, I found them in McPherson when I was on the way to uh to the board meeting. I stopped him in person to give me something. I said, looky here. <laughs> so I pulled up, I was all dressed up, you know, and I, and the lady, it was the same lady from Derby, and she says, Well, don't you live in Derby? And I said, <laughs> I said, I sure do. I said, I've been looking for you. <laughs> I got the fried Oreos again, baby. Oh. Oh my Man, I kept them in business, buddy. Hey. I'd be telling Charity, look, I'm going to get some dinner. I was in the Oreo line. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you get for dinner? Seven fried Oreos. A couple fried Twinkies. Man, oh, man. I'm talking, your suit size probably went up at least two sizes. And the time period of when you were eating them fried They just got snug. <laughs> they got snug. See, I have suits in three different sizes. Yeah. See, when you get my age, you wait very so much. You got to be ready for all types <laughs> of meals. I know. I'm scared. I, I don't have much room for my for my suits. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start. I'm, you got to wear safety glasses when, when I walk around. So. <laughs> You're not the only one. You got to no. wear them around. <laughs> Don't look at me. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Well, welcome today to our <laughs> new episode of the Steadfast Devotion Podcast. My name is John Calvin Chance. And I'm Trey Cornwell. And welcome to a powerful, entertaining... <laughs> to say the least. To say the least. It's going to be exciting. Um, today, we have a special guest... Our very own landlord of the <laughs> banking studio. Banking studio. <laughs> landlord <laughs> Bankins. <laughs> but welcome to the show, Brother Bankins. Thank um, you. Thank you. Thank you. Before uh, before we get started, I want to say a couple of quick words about him because yeah. Brother Bankins has played a huge role in my life mm. um, as my mentor, as just someone that you can always rely on. Um, you know, he's always... He's always supported all the young ministers. Yeah. I mean, he's he was the first pastor, I think, to really start taking on the, the young ministers or the young guys under his wing. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Landon Dillon. Speaking uh, of Landon, he's going to be doing uh, – actually, his Fiery Five just came out, and man preached on faithful wounds. And he actually shouted you out in that episode, so – you might want to check that one out. See. Was I the wound giver? <laughs> <laughs> wound giver and healer at the Man. same time. Yo. Ooh, uh, but no, uh, Landon Dillon is a pro. I- I'm sorry, he's a product of Brother Bankins yeah. and uh, uh, of his the guy that brought him to church. His name's Brother Rocky Stone. Yeah. But he- he's a product of those two men who were not afraid to invest in him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a product of Brother Bankins and a couple other men that were not afraid to invest in me. And so before we get started, I want to give my mentor. A shout out. You know, I appreciate you very much. Yeah. I appreciate y'all very much too. Yeah, very proud of y'all. Thanks. Well, we are here to talk about one specific thing, and it's the power of a testimony. testimony. And you see over scripture about that we conquer. I, I know. I think it's in Revelations that it says that yep. we conquer the dragon by the blood of the lamb and mm-hmm. the word of our testimony. That's right. And um, we know that a testimony is so powerful yes. that it can break chains. Yes. It can – we see breakthrough in a testimony. And we, we, we're we glad to have you today, Brother Bankins, to tell us about your testimony and where God has led you uh, from the beginning of – I mean, let's just say, his testimony, guys, is – it's. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> All I can say, it's wild. <laughs> um, let, let's just say this: when 
when uh, when I'm talking to people about our pastors at our church, <laughs> yo, I, I always start off with, man, you gotta meet my, you gotta meet yeah. one of our pastors. His name is Brother Bankers. I said you would like him a lot, bro. <laughs> but he he um he he's got he's got an awesome testimony. Yeah. Um and and by all means, we're not trying to. No one's testimony is better than another person's testimony. Right, right, right. right that's right. And 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 he's he'll tell you on later on in the in the episode that. You know, don't go out and do what I did. No. That's that's not the greatest testimony. No, Lord, the greatest no. testimony is that God kept you. That's yeah. right. That God kept you in the church. That mm-hmm. God kept you away from the world. And not all of us um, have had. Not all of us have that super crazy, <clears throat> awesome testimony like Brother Bankins does. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, before we get started, I want to say I'm thankful that I don't got the testimony of Brother Bankins I am too. because they are. You know, there are people. Uh, that God will allow to go through what they go through. Yeah. But he knew that you were going to make it back or else you wouldn't have gone through the things that you went through. I believe that. Yeah, yeah. I believe that. I know um, he's brother Bankins is strong willed, stubborn as a mule, <laughs> but, but he is an overcomer. That's Amen. Right. And so in our podcast today, we want to talk about uh, the power of a testimony. But before that, I want to give a shout out yeah. to uh, Brother Young and the Steadfast Devotion, Devotion. or not the Steadfast, steadfast Devotion. Devotion. He's got the Search for Truth. <laughs> search for Follow truth. us on the Steadfast Devotion <laughs> podcast. But Brother Bankin has got the Search for Truth podcast, and I also Brother want Young to, has the. Wait, what I say? <laughs> yeah, I'm a guest on all podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to spell podcast. <laughs> I meant to say Brother Young, Brother Young has the Search for Truth podcast. podcast. Yes. Nathan Beeler has the Uplift podcast, which, yes. by the way, he just dropped another episode. He's got two episodes out episode zero and episode one yeah and they're very powerful talking about uh, also about his testimony yeah so it's kind of funny that uh, it kind of aligned with this week's podcast but i want to give a great shout out to one of our pastors brother young he has the search for truth podcast oh yeah and i want to give a shout out to brother nathan beeler who has the uplift podcast and i want to say that our podcast the steadfast devotion podcast is on all social media platforms spotify google podcasts apple podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts and not only that but we're on facebook twitter instagram and wherever wherever you can get your podcast on any all social media platforms yeah. so Talk make with sure your you, aunt your uncles your brothers your, your cousin your dog sister hey whatever hey be word of mouth with this hey i can tell you you will see some impacting things throughout this podcast, especially this episode. I, Absolutely. I'm, I'm very I'm excited. Expe- about, I'll tell you this. Bro. Usually we have like uh, an iPad or some notes yeah. to go off of, but this time we got nothing. Freestyle. We, we go. <laughs> <laughs> we freestyle it hey, today. That's and right. I believe that God has got a word for someone that is listening. Amen. Um, I want to give a shout out to all of those that have been listening to the podcast and have been sharing the podcast and liking mm-hmm. the Facebook page and sharing the Instagram. We're very thankful for everybody that has taken their time to do that. Yeah. Um, so let's get started. Let's go. Tell us your testimony. Well, first off, I'd like to thank you guys for having me on today. This is a great uh, opportunity, and and, uh, I thank you for your confidence. Trey, I thank you for your kind words. Yes, sir. Um, I believe in you. Thank you. I've always believed in you. Thank you very much. John Calvin, I believe in you, buddy. Um, I believe in our young people. Mm -hmm. Um, I try to do, I'm 38 years old now, and I try to do for our young people that have a calling and those that even don't have a calling. Mm -hmm. In ministry, I mean, everybody's got a calling, but yes, uh, I try to do for them what I wish somebody would have done for me, and maybe I wouldn't have the testimony that I have. Wow. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, when you're when you're 15 years old, 17, 20, yeah. Yeah. your parents are the dumbest people in the world. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard yeah, for your parents yeah. to mentor you, yeah. Yeah. you know, That's but true. then when you go through a few things yeah mm-hmm. man they get smart real quick <laughs> That's right. they learn you, from their mistakes yeah and if you're big enough man to look at them and say you know i think i might have been wrong well you're on your way to success <laughs> yeah you know yes, um uh, your parents are not dumb they speak with experience yes. uh, no matter who your parents are hey, um, right. but i wish i do wish that um my testimony was that that i didn't go to drugs i didn't yeah deal i didn't do all of these things um but that's not my testimony that's right my testimony is god brought me out amen. god amen. brought me through he kept amen. me amen amen um i don't have a pile of kids out there yes yeah. I praise think. the lord 
Um, I don't have a pile of kids out there, thank God. Yes, sir. Um, God kept me in that way. Uh, I don't have ex-wives. I don't have, <laughs> in this day and age, no ex-husbands. <laughs> uh, uh, but but I, uh, I I do thank God for um, great men of God that that when I was on my way back they gave me a place to sit Amen. Mm-hmm. they Amen. gave me a chance Amen. to recover yes. and uh, because I was a mess yeah. I was a mess you know uh, sin will take I don't care what your hangup is mm-hmm. um, sin will take you so far so fast that when you become the prodigal and you come to yourself, yeah. your mm-hmm. pig pen can be enormous. Wow. Yeah, Some people's so pig pen is, is very small because mm-hmm. it didn't take long for them to realize, man, I'm, I'm in bad shape. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I think mine was about 100,000 acres. <laughs> and, and everybody, when they come to themselves, they've got to take one step after the other wow. step. And eventually you come to the fence and you cross to the road. It yes, takes sir. you back to daddy's house. Yes, sir. Yeah. And uh, but you got to be willing to walk out of that pig pen. Yes, sir. Um, and a lot of times walking out of that pig pen, you're all by yourself. That's right. <laughs> um, a lot of times you're embarrassed of your pig pen. Yeah. You don't want people right. to know. Um, uh, speaking of, of people with testimonies and, and like Brother John Calvin said earlier, uh, he quoted the scripture that uh, we are overcomers. We are overcomers by the blood of the lamb That's and the right. word of our testimony. That's yes. right. I am not ashamed of who I once was. Amen. I have no condemnation. I have yep. no shame about this because yes, um, so far I've conquered it. That's right. Amen. Uh, That's right. Uh, and, and if you stay on the path of righteousness, if you stay on the path of a relationship with God, yes, sir. you got to pray, you got to fast, and you got to study the word. If you mm-hmm. will do those three things and become friends with God, Wow. Uh, God will keep you. He will. He Amen. will. He will. He will allow you to outrun yourself. That's right. Amen. Um, um, but but back to being ashamed. I, I'm not ashamed of what I was. I was a. I was. A, I'm, let, let me just give you a little background about me for those of you that don't know me. I'm from Lake Charles, Louisiana, originally. I am sixth generation on both sides of my family, apostolic, tongue talking, holy roller. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Amen. Uh, my grandfather was a great preacher, yep. great pastor, um, and and then my dad, uh, who just recently passed away several weeks ago, um, he was not a preacher, but yet he was a great man of God. That's right, he was. Um, he was a great man, yes, and sir. and uh, I, uh, if I turn on half as good as them two, you'll be I'm all done right. all right. You'll be all right. You know? right. Um, I did not grow up in a home where there was abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell people all the time, I had a Care Bear childhood. Yeah. Um, I mean. We, my, my, my dad was very successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a wonderful home. Uh, my dad was a very busy man, but he was always home for dinner. Mm. He was always at basketball games. He was always at uh, band concerts and so forth and so on. But yet he was very successful. So um, it took me a long time to realize that the world wasn't like us. Yeah. Uh, everybody wasn't the same. That's right. You know, and uh, and uh, so anyway, it it was it was it's very odd that. I would have ended up where I ended up yeah. um, uh, in drug rehab and an addict and uh, broken and busted and disgusted and just in bad shape. Uh, but sin has no bones about who you are or who your family is. That's right. That's right. Just like God has no bones about who you are and That's who right. your family is. That's right. Uh, uh, preachers that have a, a last name and generations of preachers. Um, I, I, I give them credit that they've that they've hung in there and they've and they've uh, walked the line and that God's kept them. And and I and I thank God for people that get a head start. Yes, yeah, sir. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes, sir. Um, there's nothing wrong with with someone who who comes from uh, who's a second or third or fourth generation preacher that got a good head start because their daddy, their grandfather, their great grandfather were were preachers in this. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong at all. But you still got to become an individual. That's right. Yeah. You still got to become who you are. That's right. And uh, and I think that that's one of the things that that hurt me so bad was um, when I was younger, my my dad went through, my family went through a great financial tragedy, mm-hmm. and uh, we went to bed one night and we were multimillionaires. Woke up the next morning, didn't know how we was going to eat. It uh-huh. was very tragic. And now I'm 30 years later, 20 years later, looking back on it, it's the greatest thing ever happened to me. Wow. Um, because although I went through hell, although uh, my, my identity was wrapped up in the money and the things that we could buy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, 
I didn't need a relationship with God. That's right. I had a relationship yeah. with my father. Yeah. You understand right. what I'm yep. saying? I yes, had a relationship sir. with my mother. Yes, sir. I didn't need God for anything. Mm. We, there was no budget. There yep. was no, um, it was just none of that. If you yeah. wanted to go get it, yeah. you know. And uh, when all that came to an end, it, it made me really have to figure out who I was. Yeah. And it took me years to finally realize that what I had become was not who I was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, but like I said, sin took me so far so fast that I started using drugs. I started using methamphetamine and cocaine. And uh, I did meth and coke before I ever drank a beer or smoked a cigarette. Wow. wow. Um, I started off with the hard stuff, whereas yeah. most people start off with the yep. little stuff. And, yep. yeah. um, right. and, uh, and, and anyway, so I started off doing that and using it. And I was a weekend warrior and, and, and I would get sober. I mean, I didn't stay messed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That started at probably 15 or 16 years old. Wow. And then by the time I was 18, uh, I got sent to Charlotte, North Carolina to work a big tool trailer job uh, for my dad and, mm-hmm. and my uncle. And and uh, when I got to Charlotte, then I was <laughs> I wasn't in the small town in Louisiana anymore. Yeah, I was yes. in a real That's town. Right. Yes, sir. And um, and I got mixed up with some boys out there that that were not uh, of a good nature. Mm-hmm. They didn't come from the home I came from. Mm-hmm. They didn't come from the background that I came from. And it. But it was something so different, uh, and it was something that was, uh, they were tough guys. Yeah. They, were, uh, they were not to be messed with. And when, when I watched everything get taken from my family, mm-hmm. the man that I thought was the toughest guy in the world, my dad, yep. um, my hero, there was nothing he could do about it. Now that I'm older, I understand there was absolutely nothing he could do about losing his property and doing this and doing that. Mm. And uh, but at the time I got so mad and so I'm like, how can you let these people do this in my own mind? And that was my real issue. That was the chip I had on my shoulder. And uh, and I made up in my mind at a very young age, I'm fixing to get real tough real fast. And I want to watch somebody come take it from me. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, and so I started hanging out with the wrong people. I started idolizing the wrong people. I mean. John Gotti became my hero, <laughs> you know, and, 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 uh, anyway, it, yeah. that is not, that's not a very good role model. No. Um, but I was, I was just obsessed with the Italian mafia and, yeah. and all of these yep. movies and yeah. magazines and things. And, yep. and, uh, and you know, because most people that have a crazy testimony, they romanticize their testimony and they only tell the funny stuff and the cool stuff. Yeah. But yeah. they don't tell you about the nights where you got your head in the toilet throwing up. Yeah. They don't tell you about the yep. nights where you got to be rushed to the emergency yeah. room because mm. people thinking you're OD. Yep. Yeah. They don't tell you about the nights where you walk in and you find your best friend on the couch in your living room with a needle hanging out of his arm yeah. and he's dead. Yeah. yeah. They, wow. they don't tell you about all that kind of stuff. And I'm guilty of the same thing. Y'all know yeah. enough. I don't tell yeah. those stories very much. I tell the funny stuff. I yeah. tell the yeah. the cool stuff, you know, <laughs> yeah. where I came out to be the winner. But I don't yeah. tell you about all the times I was a loser. That's right. Yeah. And Come that's on. the real tragedy of idolizing that's right. um, Come on. the world is that you're going to wow. lose. Wow. Come on. You are always going to lose. That's right. Every yeah. movie I've ever watched about mob bosses or drug lords or kingpins or every one of them either end up dead or in prison. That's yeah. right. That's right. Their family hates them. That's right. Their kids hate them. That's right. Their, even their employees hate them. Yeah. Everybody ends up hating that person because that person hates themselves. Yeah. That's right. It's kind of like... Uh, we gain the whole world. That's right. But lose yeah. your soul. That's exactly right. What does yep. a profit a man if he gains He's the, the whole world, world yep. and loses his soul? That, that is something. Um, one thing that Brother Bankins, he, we were we was teaching Bible study, um, and for those that don't know, Brother Bankins is a Bible study teacher. Yes, he, <laughs> he teaches twenty Bible studies a week, and one thing he said, which I don't realize, I don't know if he realizes that he said this, but it made such an impact on me. But he says you can't be discouraged by how far you have to go. Yeah. But you have to be encouraged by how far you've came. That's right. Mm. And That's right. one thing that I've I've stuck by that because all of us are going to make mistakes and we're going to go through, you know, we're we're going to go through the motion at one point in life. That's we're right. going to we're going to we're going to fall short of the glory of God. The Bible yeah. says all men fall short of the glory That's of God. That's exactly yeah. right. And one thing that is so powerful about a testimony is you can look back at what you used to be. 
yep. and realize that I can be so much greater because of how far God has brought me from. That's, That's right. right. And I know you look back and you're thinking, my God, where was I? <laughs> yeah. And at one point you even said, I can't even imagine being that person because I've come so far. No more. Really? Yep. And, and it's just one of those things where if you just keep going, you keep pushing on, you keep being encouraged by how far you've came. Like, I'm not who I who I want to be, but I'm not who I I'm was. Not who I was. That's right. That's right. So That's right. to continue with uh, your yeah. testimony, go ahead. Yeah, like what you said, if you, if you constantly focus on how far you've got to go to reach your goals, you should have very easy, attainable goals, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you should have some lifelong goals, yep. okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to keep reaching short-term goals so that your confidence will yep. keep you walking towards something yeah, absolutely. because if you look at your long-term life goals that 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 are almost unattainable now yeah yeah um you'll never keep walking because the distance is too great that's right and going back is always so easy so once i got clean and once i got um uh some some wits about me my lord my my dad oh my god have mercy um when i first came out of rehab i was so dumb (laughs) i was so fried because i was so chemically imbalanced i mean i had lived on meth and coke and all of these things for years i mean every single day yeah and uh and then all of a sudden you just quit cold turkey Uh uh-huh and uh and and I, i mean i would ramble and I didn't make no sense. Way worse than I ramble now. And, and, and I believe, I just believe this, I, and I know this to be a fact, is that one night we got done with church and the Lord really touched me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was riding home with my parents. And, uh, and all of a sudden I started making sense. All of a sudden mm-hmm. I wasn't rambling anymore, but I actually wow. had something to say. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can talk and not say anything. That's right. But then you can really say something and not speak a lot of words. That's right. Know? That's right. And, and um, uh, about a week later, I knew God had touched me. I just didn't really realize. Yeah. And my dad looked at me and says, we were so worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> he said, man, you were so dumb. <laughs> no, this, is, this is the funny thing, okay? Because, I mean, weeks prior or months prior, however long it was before yeah. rehab, I mean, you were riding around in Beamers and, and you were riding around in these nice trucks and you went from on top of the world to 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 this you know to the very just as low as you could get i mean you were riding with your parents to church in the back of their car with your sisters (laughs) (laughs) so it just goes to show like the in the world in the world you were on top of things right but god showed you like look this is where you really are and you learn that quick i mean Mm -hmm. like i said you were driving beamers driving trucks to riding in the back of a probably a Tahoe or whatever they was driving at the time, the Cadillac CTS, yeah, a <laughs> little one, and you were and, and you were sharing the seat with your little sisters. <laughs> no, they let me sit in the front. <laughs> I don't think I could have fit in the back, but uh, but oh, you, you're right, you know. And 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 let me just talk about that for a minute. I went from being completely free, hmm. being able to do anything I wanted to do at any time I wanted to do it, to going to rehab. And then going home with my parents and going to the same bedroom I was raised in. <laughs> yeah, that is the yeah. same bed, that is wow. same same pink carpet, <laughs> same everything. Okay, wow. and and it was like I had never left. I was just an older guy yeah. standing there in the mirror that was broken. Wow. That is so crazy. And and um, but you know what? There there are uh, <laughs> there were just things when I when I. I did not go to rehab to change. Yeah. Okay, let me uh, let me yeah. let everybody understand that. I didn't go there to change. I went there because I had nowhere else to go. Yeah. And I needed to catch my breath for a second. It's kind of like you're and at wit's end. That's yeah. right. And my my plan was I'm gonna I'm gonna gain some weight in here. I'm mm. six foot four and I weighed 142 <laughs> pounds when yeah. I went in drug rehab. I thought I was still sexy. <laughs> <laughs> hey. And then <laughs> And then I looked in the mirror, and and the Lord opened my eyes, and I was able to see, oh my God, you look like a like a homeless Holocaust victim. Whoa! And and uh, it was terrible. It, it was terrible. I gained seventy five pounds in three months wow. while I was there. Whoa! I, I mean, every time my parents would come to visit me, of course they were the only ones that came to visit yeah. me. But yeah. uh, my uncle came once. But but once I uh, 
once I started gaining weight, man, I'd have to leave my pants undone and just pull my zipper up <laughs> to try to hold them on me, you know. And, and uh, anyway, but but when you when you come out of tragedy, don't be embarrassed by feeling like you've been set back. Yeah. You're not you're not set back to stay. That's right. Yeah. It's just a setup for a comeback. That's right. But come you got to start at ground zero where That's you right. left off. That's right. Yeah. And keep growing. So I was ten years behind all of my friends that wow. didn't follow me in this world wow and uh and there were several of them that looked at me and said buddy i just can't roll with you in this and and i totally respected them for that they have had careers now for way longer than i have they have had families their kids are all teenagers and grown and minor little bitty you know it's uh uh, so i'm 10 years behind most people in my generation yeah Yeah. and uh which is fine i i I made it i'm okay i made it but there was uh there was definitely some embarrassment. There was definitely some uh, things that I just had to grit my teeth about and keep my mouth shut about yep. and some things that I just had to endure. And I felt like my punishment for for being able to go back and start over from where I left mm-hmm. um, was going to take some just suck it up, buttercup, yep. yeah. and, and, and right. grit your teeth, That's right. ride around with your parents. Do you realize... I rode around with my parents for almost two years. Wow. I wouldn't leave their side. Wow. Because wow. I knew everybody in that town. That's right. I knew everybody, and whenever I would run into the wrong person, my daddy or my mom or my sister would be there, yeah. and they'd pull me off because it wasn't easy to stop. That's right. That, yeah. that, that the world still pulls on you. The world still tugs on you, and, and they always show up when you're feeling your worst. That's right. And Come they on. got something in their pocket that would take all of your pain away. Wow. Yeah. Something that would take all of your worry away, all of your stress away. Wow. But the hell that comes with that Come is on. not worth the cost. That is yeah. so true. And, and, um, and so there were just things that I had to endure, um, and, and, and I did, I, I stayed in my parents' house. I would yeah. not leave their side. I, I, if I did, I left with my little sister and mm. she was a tattletale. I could do nothing <laughs> with her around, you know, yeah. and, uh, but I thank God for her, you know, yes, and, and I'm reminded that while I'm talking about her, um, I have two sisters. I have an older sister, uh, named Lori. And then I have a younger sister named Sarah. Yep. Um, we are all three in church yes sir all of our kids are in church yes sir all of our spouses are in church Uh, that's the heritage that my daddy left and my mother has made for us that's That's the heritage that we got passed on it wasn't about the money and i realize that now that i'm older it's not about the money it's not about the gifts that's right it's about the spirit of god that's right entertaining the spirit having a relationship being a functional child of god that's what my parents passed to me it just took me a long long time to realize the importance of that that's right yeah and uh but but when i would come home i would get so convicted of my own self and so disgusted with myself i would i would uh sell all of my drugs and 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 run out and then i would come back to my mom and dad's house my mom and dad never kicked me out of the house they just told me that me and that junk wasn't yeah, wasn't, yeah. Welcome wasn't welcome there together. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but if I wanted to come home, I'd come home anytime I wanted to, and I did very a lot of times. Yeah. My little sister was growing up. When I left, she was about twelve, and then uh, uh, <laughs> as I would come back, she started growing into a mature a woman. woman. That's right. Yeah. And uh, um, but I would come home and I would be upstairs and I would hear her below me. Her room was below mine. Wow. And I would hear her because there was no telling what kind of spirits. God were attached mercy. to me yeah i wasn't delivered when i came home i was just drug free that's right okay and uh i would hear her rebuking things and speaking in tongues wow. and 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 pleading the blood all night long and there's no telling what that little girl Amen. saw in the spirit that she Amen. had to ward off that her hero her big brother wow. was bringing home wow uh, not purposely i wasn't trying to hurt her yeah. it's just the baggage that comes with all that mess That's right mm-hmm. let make no mistake when you go the route that i went it mm. does not only affect you it, it affects, affects everybody others. who cares for you. Wow. Yeah. Friends, family, sisters, brothers, mothers, fathers, grandparents, it attacks them as much as it does you. The only difference is they stand up and fight it, yeah. whereas people like us That's give right. into it That's and right. give in and That's say, right. okay, I'm yours. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, wow. I never got confused about 
uh, plan of salvation, Holy Ghost, uh, baptism in Jesus' name, or the Trinity, or oneness. I never, I never got confused about none of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I was confused about is being proud to be an apostolic. Yeah. Come on. People would ask me in school, I can take you all the way back to fourth grade. Wow. Where I decided that I was going to start talking like my buddies, and I started cussing in fourth grade. Yeah. And that's where I veered off. Yes, sir. And then it ended up. 25 years later in drug rehab. Yeah. Wow. And and uh, luckily, luckily, and by the hand of God, it didn't end up in the grave. That's right. Yeah. It That's didn't right. end up in That's the hospital, right. OD'd, and yeah. so forth and so on, because I have a lot of friends that are dead. Yeah. I have a lot of friends that didn't make it. I have a lot of friends that are in jail. I have a lot of friends that are in prison for the rest of their life over nonsense that a bunch of kids running around did. Yeah. Wow. And um, so back to a testimony, though. Uh, whether your testimony is that God kept you yes, sir. or your testimony is that God delivered you from yeah. whatever, as long as you stay ashamed of what you were, you're not over it. That's right. You've not been delivered from it because wow. it's the word of our testimony. Now, Ooh. there are some details you're just not going to yeah, know. Absolutely. Okay? But as far as what I was and who I was and what I am now, yeah. I have no problem. I'm an open book. I have no problem That's talking right. about it because I'm not still in that test. That's yeah. right. I'm over it. That's right. Uh, yeah. uh, my Lord, when I met my wife the very first day uh, walking around, I said, look, I'm going to marry you if I don't spend the rest of my life in prison. <laughs> You're going to be my wife. And she went, uh, okay. <laughs> I knew from the moment I met her yeah. that she was saved for me. Yes, wow. I knew from the moment I saw her, I said, that's my wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my girl. And uh, I was a mess when we met. I'd only been clean a year and a half or so. Really? And uh, I was really wrestling when, when, when we met with going back because I knew that worked. Mm-hmm. I knew I was successful out there. And, and jail really didn't, I say it now, jail really didn't matter to me. Yeah. Um, it really did, but it really didn't. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. The gamble was was worth it. it. That's what you live for. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what. It's not really the drugs that that you get off to. It's the it's the it's, almost getting caught. That's yeah. the that's the excitement, <laughs> yeah, you know. Exactly. And and um, um, and so anyway, I was wrestling with uh, uh, going back, but God let me meet her at the right time because Amen. I wasn't worth saving. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But getting with her. Yeah, was worth me getting sa- uh, saved. Yes, wow. sir. Was worth me being saved. Was worth yeah. me pursuing a clean, holy lifestyle because I knew she wasn't gonna follow me in that world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she was. She's a very was and is a very innocent girl. God kept her. Her testimony yeah. is God kept her. That's yeah. right. Now our brothers were a couple of knotheads, <laughs> but but God kept her. Yes, sir. Yeah. And how her and I <laughs> met. Met, we are so polar opposite. Oh my goodness! Yeah. But if I would have married somebody with my personality, oh. one of us would be dead by oh. now. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> I would no question. A, I would be no. able to stand her, you know. But 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 my wife is is the perfect match That's to right. me, and yeah. and God made her just for me, and That's made right. me just for her. That's right. Yeah. And uh, and and that is what made all the hell of walking out of the pig pen worthwhile. Mm. Wow. Is that I have. Uh, uh, I'm a functional child of God first. Yes, sir. Okay? She made me commit to being a child of God. But then once I realized I was worth saving, mm-hmm. it ain't about her anymore. That's right. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not telling anybody to flirt to convert. Okay. That's not my point. Yeah. But don't give up on somebody yep. just because they're not quite where you wish they were. Mm. That's good. As long as they're walking away from what they were, That's they're going to be okay. That's good. Yeah. You know, uh, you can't expect to be from point A to point Z. You got to go to B, C, D, yep. E, F, G before you ever get to that's Z. Right. And it, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it could take you a lifetime that's to right. get there. That's yeah. Right. And uh, so don't give up on people. Don't don't just because somebody makes a mistake. Yes, sir. I'm not the judge. I'm the church. That's We're the right. feminine role of God. The feminine role is the nurturer. That's right. Yeah. We're the ones that yep. cover. That's We're the right. ones that protect. We're That's the ones right. that 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 are supposed to put the band-aids on the owies and 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 brush the dust off of off of kids and That's and right. young people and 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 young people in Christ. It's not just talking about youth. That's right. Yeah. It's talking about babies in 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 the word in the word, babies mm-hmm. in church. That's right. And and when we take that mindset 
instead of, well, you did this and blah, 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 you got to do this and do that or you can never get right and all this. Stop judging people. Talk right to them. Talk with respect to them. Tell Mm -hmm. them the truth. That's right. You shouldn't have done that, but it's okay. I'm not going to stop being your friend. I'm not going to stop being your mentor. I'm going to help you. I'm going to carry you until you can walk on your own. Absolutely. And that's the nurturer. That's right. And uh, let God work out being the judge. Yeah. And let the church work out how to to, uh, patch people up. Yeah. I think of it the case of the accountability that um, your accountability is there not just to – tell you what to go right and wrong but is there to love you throughout your situation like your parents were your accountability that's while right there was nobody near you uh i don't know maybe while you're in rehab you had that one person beside you but your parents were there because they saw the potential in you yep and when they saw you getting out of that rehab and starting to make the right decisions they first of all probably saw the the rough sides and saw the the pains and the people on the outside said, oh, Jonathan Bankins is going to be nobody. Mm-hmm. He's going to probably be, you know, crackhead for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> but, right. But honestly, your parents brought that, I think, the unconditional love. That's right. With the point of accountability. That's right. yep. And that's 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 what we need, honestly. When, yeah. you, when you are struggling, you have to find that accountability. A yep. person that sees your flaws— but mm-hmm. knows the potential through who you are That's right. and say that I know that you're going through through these pro- problems. I know you're going through these situations, but I'm here with you. I'll probably poke at you and I'll provoke you to say, hey, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Stop doing those That's things. Right. But it's not by hate. It's not by strife. It's not by division, but it's all by a condi- unconditional love. That's right. And that's what that's what people in this world, everyone needs to know the simple wor- these simple words. I love you. Yeah, That's, I believe in you. Everybody needs you. to have those yep. certain those. The, everyone needs to f- to feel that love. Like recently, I had a, a young guy uh, message me, um, and he he had moved away uh, from from his home church, uh, kind of moved away from some family, but is still living with some family. And uh, I remember getting a text from him one night. It was two thirty in the morning, mm. right. And he, he sent me a text, and he says, you know what? Uh, I don't know how God could ever love me. I, I, I don't know how anybody could ever love me. <laughs> and and, and I, I read it, and I, was, and I, I, I almost was, like, just so, uh, just so blown away by there, there are people, there are really people out there yeah. that don't know that someone loves them. That's right. Mm. There are really people out there that question whether or not God loves them. Yep. Yeah. And so when he sent that to me, it really set me back, and, and I was really just started praying about it and thinking about it. And I just sent him back a, a, a simple message, and I said, if God didn't love you, he would not have came down and died on the cross That's for right. you. That's yeah. right. He never, he, never he never had to leave his throne. But because he loves us so much, yeah. he was willing to wrap himself in human flesh, mm-hmm. to be tempted in all ways, yet without sin. He was willing to go through the pain of the crucifixion he was he was willing to go through all of that for the simple words i love you yeah. for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son yep. and one thing that people have to realize is even when you have a testimony yeah. even when you're not in church even you, you can never go too far away from god Right. God is always right there by you the entire yeah. time. If you make your bed in hell, I'll make my bed right by you. <laughs> I'll right never there. leave you, nor, I'll for, nor will I forsake yep. you. Yeah. You can never go too far, and yeah. it's never too late for you. Yeah. Because there is always going to be a God that loves you no matter what you so go through. True. And for you, the biggest, uh, uh, I, 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 would, I agree with John Calvin. I think the biggest thing that helped you was obviously your your family always oh, yeah. prayed for you. Absolutely. Yeah. But you were blessed with a family that loved you. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and and because of that unconditional love, because of how much support they showed you, they knew that, you know, when you were doing wrong, they weren't going to follow you there. No. But no. they were going to make sure that you, you still know you had a, a home to come to. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's one thing that is so amazing about uh, about just three simple words. I love you. Yeah. You know? See and that And that has been such an amazing uh I mean that it's your testimony is not over. I mean you got oh no you know there, there's yeah. there's yeah. there's just in chapter two. <laughs> yeah, I mean we just <laughs> we got to do this in a two part if we could. <laughs> um, but no, so when you went back home, you started getting clean, and, and you came to Wichita. Hey. Um, 
Actually, to I, the ICT. I saw a three one six. <laughs> Holla. <laughs> I saw a I saw a picture of you. All right, oh, and, and and if you and we're looking at him right now, Dude. and just by looking at you, we know that you're doing a whole lot better. But when you, but when you, oh, but man. when you were at when you came to church, I sent you a picture a while back, uh, of um, I think it was Noah or Katie getting dedicated. I think it was I think it was Noah might have been no I think it was Katie that was getting dedicated anyway. There was a picture of Brother Bankins, and his suit jacket was swallowing him. Yo, dude. I mean, he. <laughs> I mean, he was six four. I. I mean, he was probably two hundred pounds, maybe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But 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 uh, you know, looking that at didn't you last now. Long. Uh, <laughs> you when got the that Oreos at, hit, bro. They hey. just. <laughs> oh God, them Oreos. <laughs> hey, I'll put it this way though, but he be looking fly too, bro. I remember when I first. I think it was like early 2010s, bro. I first time I met you, you came in. I think it was like Christmas. It was a Christmas thing. With this red, with his red jacket, bro, dude. You come in <laughs> and fly. I was like, boys pulling out with that paisley shirt, wearing the designer <laughs> jeans, and wearing some pair of Toms. I was like, homeboys from he, the he, south. He's man. got. <laughs> no, this is how I knew. This is how I knew that he was. He was. He he meant business because he walked in with a uh, with like a a red wool. A suit jacket, yeah. and he had, and he wore, he was wearing like <laughs> blue pants. I'm pretty sure at one point you had red and blue shoes. I had red cowboy boots. Red cowboy wow. boots. But I but I put on my navy blue <laughs> ostrich skin shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. This man. dude's from the south. South. So, yeah. um, so you went from you know you went from ex drug dealer, mm-hmm. uh, ex drug user, mm-hmm. to now full time on staff. Yep. At a great church. Yeah. So tell us what it was like um, with the time that we have left. Tell us what it was like transitioning from old Brother Bankins mm-hmm. to Pastor Bankins. Well, when I've never had a confidence problem about myself. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I always had a confidence <laughs> problem about being in the ministry. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've done some pretty pretty bad things mm-hmm. in, in my past that I, I'm not going to go into detail, but I had absolutely no confidence that I could be in the ministry. Yeah. Um, I believed in the forgiving power of God, but to be a preacher, yeah. come on. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to just be a regular old average Joe preacher. That's I mean, right. I'm gonna preach general conference for it's over with. Yeah, that's right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And and uh, so so anyway, it. Uh, I was fixing to move to Kansas. Uh, I had been I had been postponed because the judge wouldn't let me leave the state mm-hmm. for almost two years. Me and me and Charity we dated for Lord two and a half, almost three years, long distance. Yeah, wow. And uh, and I wasn't supposed to leave the state. Of course, I did all the time, but <laughs> I wasn't. But I couldn't move, you know. Yeah. So um, so it came down time where where I was released and everything was good. Uh, got my driver's license back, passports back, uh, so forth and so on. Cases got dismissed. Um, and I was fixing to move. Well, I had some, I had some, uh, uh, businesses I had to sew up some legit yeah, businesses yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that I had to tie off so I could move. You know, yep. I mean, I, man, I moved here with no job, not yep. very much money in old broke down truck, gave my King ranch truck up to move up here and marry charity. Wow. Um, so <laughs> that's a sacrifice. That's bro. a sacrifice, <laughs> but it was worth it. Hey. So, so, um, but I went to visit my grandmother Bankins, my dad's mother, and uh, she lived next door. She needed a light bulb change or something, so I went over there, and and uh, um, I was sitting there talking to her, and I was telling her I'm fixing to move to Kansas, and she said, oh, that's great, so we talked about that, and then we started talking about another trip she was fixing to take, and she said, I'm going with your Uncle Rod, who was a pastor then. He's retired now. Yep. He's a pastor then in Collins, Mississippi, and uh, he said, she said, I'm going with your Uncle Rod to the Philippines to do a bunch of crusades told my grandma I said well I want to go on this trip to the Philippines and uh uh so so she said well let me call your uncle Rod and I was so insecure because I knew what they were going for mm-hmm. yeah I said I said now grandma I said look now it had been almost three years since I'd been clean mm-hmm. okay yeah and uh, and I said now grandma look I said I'll only go if he wants me to go I said don't push him because if he's if he doesn't trust me I understand that's just some of the things that you've got to yeah. deal with when you're coming out of a testimony yeah okay? i don't care what your testimony is uh if people don't have confidence in you don't don't push yourself on them yeah allow god to work that confidence out That's right. so my grandmother called him and uh 
and and he said, uh, well, sure, yeah, uh, let's let's let him come. That's good. He said, we believe in forgiveness. Let's let him come. Yeah. So my grandma, I had to, I took her place. She paid my whole way. Wow. Gave me spending money. Look, I didn't have a birth certificate or a current passport, um, and I got a birth certificate and a passport in less than a month. Wow. Whoa. That's only God. That's a yeah. God thing right there. And uh, so, so anyway, I, I ended up going on this trip, and I, uh, uh, I, didn't, I, I was going to do anything my uncle asked me to do, but I didn't really know what we were doing. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, we land, and we're walking through, got through customs and everything, and uh, we're walking through, and, and my uncle says, hey, he says, you brought your Bible, huh? Well, I didn't know if I did or not, <laughs> but can't don't live here. No, can't don't live here. I said, sure, you know. Yeah. And he says, good, because you're preaching four nights. I said, do what? He said, yeah, he said, I had a couple of preachers back out on me at the last minute. You're going to preach. You're going to take. <laughs> so he sent me off. What we did was we, we dispersed into four or five different groups. Wow. And, and each of us had our own uh, church services for, yeah. for four nights, and then we came back. Uh, to uh, Baguio City, uh, uh, which is in the, the, the main island where Manila is at. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we came together and we had a huge crusade, uh, crusade there wow. where my uncle preached. Wow. But for four nights, I wow. was by myself. So wow. I got in, uh, and, and two young ladies were with me too. But I mean, you know, we were yeah, separate. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <laughs> so we get in the car, in the van with the, with the local pastor that we were going to the furthest district and wow. every night there was between twelve and fifteen hundred people there. Wow! And they made me lay my hands on every single person in the building because wow. they said they had to be touched Woo. by the American man of God. Wow! Well, I didn't know I was a man of God. Yeah. <laughs> you wow. understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I wasn't worthy to be. Wow. I yeah. wasn't. I didn't have the self confidence to be. Yeah. And I'll never Ooh. forget on the way out there. It was about a four hour trip, and wow. uh, I was sitting there with the with the local pastor and. Filipino guy I cannot remember his name I do apologize for that but anyway he kept asking me so you're a pastor and I said well I'm trying to be <laughs> and he says but you're a preacher right I said well we're gonna find out you know <laughs> well he thought I was messing with him but I was telling the truth yeah. you know and uh, so anyway but when I came home wow from the Philippines God um, there, there were loads of people that got the Holy Ghost. Wow. There were miracles and signs and wonders that wow. took place. Uh, it was a fantastic trip. Matter of fact, one lady at the last, the last crusade, one lady was carried in, and the doctor had given her 12 to 24 hours to live. Wow. And she was carried in by her son, I believe it was her son, and uh, sat down in the, in the balcony, and, and she was just really nothing of a person i mean mm, yeah. just wasted away I, she had some kind of cancer or tumor or something and but i mean she was she was on death's doorstep yeah and my uncle went up with another man and they prayed for her she walked out of that place wow went back to the hospital and they said we don't know what's happened to you but you don't have anything wrong with you anymore wow and to my knowledge, 15 wow. years later, she's still alive. Wow. Um, so anyway, when I came back stateside, I had to get over my my uh, uh, jet yeah. lag and everything. But mm-hmm. I told Charity, I said, as soon as I <laughs> can drive up there, I'm on my way, yeah. you know. And uh, But when I came back, um, I was very nervous about moving here before I went to the Philippines because mm-hmm. Uh, FPC Wichita is a freight train, buddy. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're going to be in the ministry here, yes, sir. you don't need to be qualified as far as being able to teach a Bible study. Yeah. You need to be qualified in your own mind that you are able to learn how to teach a Bible study. Yeah. That's right. Before I went to the Philippines, I wasn't qualified. I would have gotten run over by this place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have been successful in the world. I could have been successful with a job, but that's not my... God wanted me in the ministry. That's right. Um, um, and but when I came home from the Philippines, I said, I can do this. Yes, sir. I, I am enough. Yes, yeah. And my confidence. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. But my confidence was there to allow me to learn when I got to this freight train and I didn't get put on the caboose. Yeah. Wow. They put me in the cockpit. Yeah. And 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 developed me and trained me. And now I'm a soul winner. Yes, sir. I, 
pulpit ministry, when you're in the ministry, pulpit ministry is about a half of a percent. That's right. Yeah, that of what right. you do. That's right. But touching people. That's right. Mm-hmm. That is 99.5 percent. That's right. Of that, what you do. That's, that's right. And that's what this true. place has showed me is that you don't win souls in the pulpit. That's right. You win souls in your office that's or right. in the home or that's on right. the streets. That's right. And yeah. you got to be ready and willing not only to teach but to learn how to teach. That's right. And and uh, and that's what wichita has done for me absolutely um it has it has educated me to be able to one day take the next step yeah uh uh, this is i am in the will of god there is no question about that in my life i am 100 percent in the will of god uh and, and if you're an assistant pastor and that's what God has called you to be forever, then you be the best assistant pastor that you can be. You'd be that's loyal. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. You'd be faithful. That's right. And you do anything the man of God asks you to do. That's right. Amen. Um, and if you are not called to be an assistant forever, then you hurry up and get your education, mm-hmm. get your feelings off your shoulder. That's right. Fix oh, coffee for some people. Bring some donuts in. <laughs> that's right. And and do what you're supposed to do. Get your education, and then and then jump into whatever it is that God has really called you to do. Come on. For this season in my life, I am in the will of God. Amen. But this is not the final season this of is my not life. The final season. I don't know where. I don't know when. But God has called me to be a senior pastor somewhere. That's right. Man. And, I believe and that. wherever He opens the door and it's the will of God, and it's the timing of God, then I'm going to jump and go. That's right. But until that time, I'm going to win as many souls at at FPC Wichita as I can. I I am very biased to this church. I want you to come here, but I teach several Bible studies, and they attend another church. Yes, sir. An apostolic church in town. I don't care. I do care that I want you here, okay? But as long as you get saved, I could care less where you go. That's right. That makes sense. Yes, that makes sir. a lot of sense. Um, uh, I don't win souls for for Bishop Morell Cornwell. I yep. win souls for God. That's, That's right. right. Now I'm biased of this church because I'm loyal to Bishop Morell Cornwell and Pastor Scott yeah. and Brother Forsyth and Brother Young and yes, all sir. of our pastoral staff. Uh, but but one thing he taught me was you be loyal to God first. That's right. And then you be loyal to me. That's right. That's right. And, Come on. and 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 that's I believe that that I've done that. And yeah. and one um something that's super cool because we're talking about a power of a testimony. Yeah. Is I mean, as we've listened through the entire podcast, we've learned about a little bit about Brother Bankins. Uh and, and we learned about his past. We learned about what he's had to go, go through. And and now he's, you know, Pastor Bankins. At, yeah. at I never it. thought I'd hear that. <laughs> I've been a pastor for years now, and I still can't get used to that. I know, <laughs> but he, but he, he's a, he's he's uh, just got his general license. Yep. Um, and if there's any church out here listening, and you need a senior easy. pastor, easy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just it's just so. But cool. really, if there is, <laughs> no. <laughs> Holla, player, But uh, something that's just so cool to see is that from where you started to where you you are still going because yeah, you're sure. not finished oh no you're uh, still going right oh yeah but I'm now still in first gear <laughs> <laughs> but now like i said now you're a pastor but not only that but now you're a mentor to a handful of guys that are in the ministry right they, they, they are all, they God. are all, they are in the ministry yep and and uh, and you played a huge role in that like god has allowed you to play a huge role yeah. in that yep. and it go, just goes to show that no matter where you are at in life, no matter how far you go, there is still there is still hope for you. Amen. You still have a chance. You that's still right. have an opportunity. God has not given up on you. That is right. And that's what we need to understand or hear, especially in this hour, with all the distractions that are going on. I mean, I don't even have to name them all right now because you know what they are. But all the distractions that, that, that we go through today, yeah. mm-hmm. you still have hope. That's right. You still have a purpose. Yeah. Look, I went from a young man where parents said, you hang out with that Bankins boy, he's going to be a good influence. Yeah. To don't you get around <laughs> that Bankins boy, he's going to drag you straight to hell. Yeah. Now yeah. it's this full circle. It's went yeah. back to That's you right. get with Brother Bankins, he's going to help you. That's yeah. right. And it's just, it's neat. And it's one really thing, neat just one, to watch uh, that. Not to try to brag on him too much, but. I mean, I'm oh, going go to ahead. use my mentor. Go I'm going to brag on my mentor. <laughs> um, but no, so, I mean, me and, me and Brother John Calvin 
our, our grandpa is Bishop Morel Cornwell. Mm-hmm. He's the bishop of the First, uh, First Pentecostal Church. And uh, something super cool um, is that Bishop came up to Pastor Bankins and 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 said, "I want you to, I, I want you to, you know, take Trey under your wing. I yep, want, I want you sure to did. take, I want you to take Trey, uh, t- like act like he's your own, you know. And it's just one of those things where someone like like that trusts you yeah. with 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 his grandkid. Yep. You know, oh, yeah. I know John Calvin's in Oklahoma and everything, but even but J- Brother Bankins even had an impact on John Calvin. That's but, right. But I, I've I've been blessed enough to, I mean, be with him." Just about every day, yeah. just about every day, I'm yep. with Brother Bankins, and uh, it, it's just one of those things where you started, like you said, where uh, be with Jonathan Bankins, he's gonna be a good influence. To don't be with him, he's gonna drag you to hell. To <laughs> to the bishop, giving you his grandkid, saying, I trust you, and saying yeah, I trust you. That was, that's probably one of the greatest compliments anybody's ever given me. Yeah, Amen. was when. It happened just like that, but Cornwell brought me in his office. He said, hey, I need to talk to you for a minute. Well, sometimes that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> but this time it was, look, Trey has come to me. He's he's conveyed that he feels called to the ministry. Take him under your wing. Yeah. I trust you. Yeah. And I just said, okay, I got it. Hey, and I said to myself, I said, oh, Lord, <laughs> this is a test. Wow. <laughs> not because of Trey, but because yeah. of who his grandpa is, yeah. you know. Not only is he my mentor, but he's yeah. my boss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You well, know? Honestly, and, uh, but we, uh, I mean, our time is 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 got away yeah. from us. I will ask one question. Okay. Uh, just you know, let's go a little fun. You've been in the ministry for a bit. Yeah. And you've taught a ton of Bible studies. Oh Lord. <laughs> what is one of the most uh, funniest moments, embarrassing moments that you can think of teaching a Bible study? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you a quick story about door knocking. Oh, there uh, you go. I was with Brother Forsyth, who is the door knocking champion oh. of all of Pentecost. Dude, let me tell you something. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, he was, he was, this was, I must have just came on staff. Uh, and we were riding together, and and uh, and I was the the navigator. He was driving. Yeah. God help us. But anyway, <laughs> I, I've I was been the there. yes. <laughs> I've been yeah. there too. <laughs> I've never been car sick in my life. Yeah. I rode with him. Yeah. <laughs> he loves the brake and the foot pedal oh, constantly. Oh, anyway. you got to pull over. You got to pull over. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, we pulled up to a to a house, and there was no parking. We were we were in in the in the projects, and and I was looking at the address, and I looked back to to see the house the apartment mm-hmm. and about the time I look back this woman opens the door and she don't have a stitch of clothes on <laughs> oh no and I went oh god help us and I turn around and, I, and, it, and he <laughs> that brother Forsyth says what's wrong I said that house we going to's got a beauty queen back there. And boy, he whipped his head ready. He says, "Oh, we better make the block and let her get dressed." <laughs> so sure enough, we made the block two or three times, and we came back. She had a few clothes on that time, but that's funny. <laughs> Ooh, Lord, hey, uh, uh, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> me, me, and Brother Benkins was out preaching one day, one time, and I'm not gonna talk about the story about what happened while we got preaching but don't you say no name no oh no i'm not i'm not i'm not saying anything all, right. all i'm saying is there's some interesting folks in kansas Woo. and uh anyway um you i know sure our time pretty <laughs> uh, oh lord uh, our time has quickly gotten away uh, away yeah. from us um I, I, we hope that we hope that everyone realizes that there's power in your testimony. There's power. You in are your an testimony. overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and, and by the, the word, word of your, your testimony. testimony. Amen. And Amen. we have we've heard that today that you are an overcomer. Amen. No matter what you go through, God is going to lead you through it. You're going to be an overcomer. You are an overcomer. Yeah. Yep. And uh, before we end, uh, Brother Benkins, I, I pray us out. Yeah. Say, say a prayer for us. Lord God, I thank you for this time. God, I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for these young men who have a desire to reach the world. God. I thank you, Lord, for the love of God that's in their hearts. I thank you for their desire, God, to reach people, no matter the color of their skin, no matter their background, no matter their economic uh, position. God, I thank you, Lord, that we try to reach all men, all women, all boys and all girls, God. 
I thank you, Lord, for the anointing that is in this room right now. I thank you, Lord, for the anointing with these young men, God. I thank you, Lord, that you've never left us nor forsook us, God, but you're a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. God, I thank you for never being ashamed of me. Even when I was ashamed of you, God, I thank you for never being ashamed of me. I thank you, Lord, that you've always made a way of escape. And God, I trust you. I love you. And I thank you for everything you've done and everything that you are going to do, God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Well, thank you, Brother Bankins, for joining us. Don't forget to check us out on all of our podcasting platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Not only that, but follow us on social media, on Facebook, at The Steadfast Devo. On Twitter, on Steadfast Devo. And on Instagram, at The Steadfast Devo. And we'd like to end it with three words. You have purpose.